Ho, 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 happy holidays. It's the Christmas Pele Report for the year 2021. And what do we have happening today? We have Leo in the fire sign, and we have the moon in the fire sign of Leo. <laughs> and she is moving on through Leo. Of course, she will oppose Saturn and square Uranus today. And tomorrow, she'll continue on into an opposition with the Jupiter. Jupiter at the very last, last, last degree of Aquarius. Jupiter goes into Pisces next week, Tuesday. Woohoo! Going to be a little shift in energy there next uh, next week, Tuesday. I'll talk a little bit more about that. But in the meantime, you know, the biggie is Saturn comes into its third exact square to Uranus. Yeah. And remember, the first one was February. The second retrograde was in June. And this is the third grand finale of Saturn Square Uranus. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> then we also, of course, have Venus. Uh, she came across, remember, uh, she uh, conjoined with Pluto a little while ago. Now she turned retrograde. And she is exactly square Pluto going backwards, okay, here on Saturday. And, of course, she is going to go back to like 11 degrees uh, of Capricorn and go forward and uh, aspect conjunct uh, Pluto a third time. Yeah, uh, and that's coming up, you know, uh, quite a ways from now. I'll talk more about that. But... You know, the, so the moon's moving then through uh, Virgo, Friday, Saturday, Christmas Day. We have a moon in Virgo. Okay, we have a beautiful, I mean, it's interesting, Venus exactly conjunct Pluto on Christmas Day. Mars is in a beautiful trine this whole week, exact on Christmas Day. <laughs> and then on Sunday... Okay, you know, after the moon uh, opposes Neptune, she goes into Libra. And so Sunday, Libra, uh, she will move along, move along, move along, and what? We have our uh, third quarter square, right? So we'll have a quarter moon there on Sunday at 5 degrees Libra, 32 minutes, squaring that sun that has just gone into Capricorn and is at 5 degrees, 32 minutes of Capricorn. See how that works? And what else can we say about this? And finally, on Tuesday, besides Jupiter going into Pisces, we also then Mars comes into a 150 degree in conjunct quincunx with, uh, with Uranus. Yeah? So these are the energies that I will be speaking about as I sit in front of the fire on a blustery day for Christmas. Okay, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. <sighs> well, before I get going on today's report, I have a number of announcements. Commercial announcements, because, you know, Christmas is so commercial these days. <laughs> First of all, with a little help from my friends, I have put together 
What is love? Yeah. As an audio video book. I read it out loud and we put it together with the pages and we just got it up. Uh, it's available. There's a link down below, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the notes underneath uh, this, this Pele report. And you can link right over. So now we've got the book, hardcover, softcover, made it into a calendar. And people asked for me reading it. So it's an audio video. It's like, woo, what is love? At the end of today's Pele report, I'm going to put a little clip in there of Capricorn. What is love to Capricorn? Yeah. <laughs> so you got to check it out. What else is going on? Um, we, we are holding some, you know, we're holding this uh, early bird price for strengthening the warrior within. It's in Peru. We have to strengthen, summon up our warrior, yeah, to get on a freaking plane, to get down to Peru and confront and face all of the obstacles and Saturnian blocks and delays to, you know, and, and just like say, commit, like, I'm going to do this, which is, you know, really a lot of the message that is happening um, throughout the year of 2022. As Saturn comes in to square the moon's nodes, um, I just did a video uh, on Saturn square the moon's nodes through the different houses. That is available uh, to the uh, New Paradigm School of Astrology. Uh, you might want to check that out. I've been a busy bee lately, a uh, little Santa's elf. <laughs> I also did uh, the Astrology of the United States, particularly looking at the transits for the year 2022. The link for that is also, all this stuff is available on my website. As well as, you know, videos and further information on the whole state of affairs on planet Earth uh, these days um, uh, that I put on my resources tab on the website, if you are not familiar with that. I am also on Telegram. Uh, you know, uh, there's a New Paradigm Astrology on Telegram. We have New Paradigm Astrology on Spotify. Uh, we're on Instagram, and actually, I'm needing to withdraw a little bit. <laughs> I think um, I can't maintain myself uh, and all the uh, all the friendly connections on all of these platforms. So, I think I'm going to be backing off of uh, Facebook Messenger in case you are uh, looking for me there. I'm not going to be there anymore. <laughs> What else is going on? Yeah, so workshops and books and calendars and Christmas and, uh, you know, family. So let's get down to the heart of the matter. Um, and for that, I think I need to take off my happy Santa hat. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Uh, this fire is hot. I hope I'm going to make it uh, through this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I really want to, you know, uh, it, it was just, I was so living into this energy of this time. This is such an intense, deeply transformative time. As the mantra reflects, I want to talk about Venus, Pluto. I want to talk about love. I want to talk about the heart. 
I want to talk about the transformation that love asks of us, that requires of us, that does to us, that we do to ourselves for love. It, it Love is all there is. Love is uh, the beginning and the end. Love is where we come from and where we return to. We could say love is source. Source, creator, is love. We are born out of love. And, I'm, and I was just, you know, laying in bed this morning, uh, you know, listening in and downloading as much as possible. I was getting these different images and uh, things, you know, for today's uh, mantra. And I didn't get the, get it into the mantra, but it was really this image of that we are like the sword and love is the blacksmith. Or we could say source, the ultimate divine love is the blacksmith. And maybe love is the forge, the fire, and the hammer that is, you know, refining, creating, taking the raw substance of our ego, of our self, of our individual our individual nature and turning us from a, a clump of molten silver into a refined, beautiful, sharp sword. This is, this is Pluto. And I, and I think of a Vulcan. Yes, uh, you know, and uh, and actually, I think it was Zeus's brother Hephaestus, right? That you know forged all the you know all the weapons and all the tools and all the armory and you know Vulcan is uh, yeah. There's a whole all the mythology around Vulcan is very very powerful. He's you know he was very ugly, okay, and so he was rejected, and so he's got this Chiron kind of energy around him, and so you know here is Venus, rules the heart chakra, going into the fiery forge of Vulcan of the blacksmith. It's like our hearts are going into right? The flames, you know, down into the underworld of Pluto. And Pluto, of course, is pressure and intensity. So we're all experiencing this time period right now. And it's so phenomenal, right? That it exactly coincides with Christmas. And it's, and of course, this time of year coincides with Capricorn. And the ruler of Capricorn, Saturn, comes into an exact third square with Uranus. So we have to also look at this archetype, right? You know, behind. It's like the background, okay, to this beautiful painting, okay, of, the, of this feminine love energy, like Inanna descending into the underworld, burying herself, burying ourselves, burying our souls. Because Saturn rules reflection, contemplation. It is serious, sober, deep reflection on 
our past. The Cancer Capricorn axis is the family axis, the DNA axis, the gender selection axis, as well as mom and dad. We all have an in, we've all internalized the sun and the moon. We've all internalized our mom and dad. We have an inner mom and an inner dad. And we have this, you know, inner child. And we have this inner romantic masculine warrior. And we have this beautiful goddess feminine. We all have this inside us. This is what astrology is all about. Is the outside reflecting and mirroring the inside. So as Venus spends these months... She's, you know, she's been in Capricorn. She will retrograde back all through January, turn direct and all through February and, and join together with Mars. Mars comes up to meet her in Capricorn. And Venus and Mars travel together through February and March in union through Capricorn and Aquarius. Very powerful symbolism that we could talk about for ages. <laughs> anyway, you know, for today, I just want to delve into this idea also of this, you know, Saturn in square to Uranus is a 270 degree square. So it is about a 52 year cycle of Saturn and Uranus, they came into conjunction in the zero degrees of Capricorn at 1988. Maybe some of you weren't even alive then, but some of you may remember back then, 1988. You know what was going on in 1988? Well, there was uh, one thing was Yasser Arafat uh, announced that the state proclaimed the state of Palestine. So there was a great shift and change over there. Yeah, and we can see a great big shift and change happening in Israel right now as being kind of the test uh, station guinea pig for the inoculations. But another thing that was happening then was the first talks were happening at CERN about creating a world wide web. <laughs> the seeds of Saturn Uranus forming Uranus, right? Forming, you know, materializing the enlightened, liberated, you know, third eye awakened electricity magnetic Uranus into Saturnian wires and circuits and chips and phones and screens and let's materialize the uh, yeah, Uranus is the personal unconscious. It is our own genius. Let's let's take that genius and, and make it into you know the beginnings and the roots of artificial intelligence. That would be Saturn Uranus. And now it comes around full swing, not full swing. Uh, it actually returns. The, you know, the, the next uh, Saturn-Uranus uh, conjunction uh, happens in 2032 in the sign of Gemini, ruled by Mercury. So 
we'll see this whole cycle from 1988 to 2032, you know, Saturn Uranus is this whole cyborg, uh, you know, human 2.0, uh, you know, uh, Neuralink, uh, you know, robotics. I mean, this whole energy, nanobots possibly getting injected into human beings. <laughs> ah! This is all, it's like science fiction materializing. And in the meantime, you know, the downside or the, you know, part of that is the pressure and the force and the mandates put out by governments. Yes, uh, you know, being kind of led with, you know, Austria and Israel and Australia and some of these countries that are, you know, just really, you know, pushing, you know, Germany and Canada. There's a lot of, you know, very, very uh, strong amounts of lockdowns, which is making this Christmas season, uh, you know, a real time of reflection. And this is the thing that astrology tells us. When you have Saturn aspecting Venus, Saturn transiting your seventh house, Saturn coming around, Saturn says that, you know, yes, it is obstacles, delays, inhibitions, problems, challenges that the soul has created for itself to slow down its external activities to reflect more upon its karma, more upon its dharma, more upon how it has gotten to where it is, and then to make choices, decisions, commitments, and contracts that get it where it wants to go. So we are all in a period now of changing renegotiating, reflecting on our commitments, on the past goals and relationships that got us to where we are now. And with the changes being in some ways forced upon us from the outside world, we are needing to modify and set a, maybe a new trajectory, a new goal. I have a different purpose, a different meaning for my life. I, I, you know, I can, I, I'll share a personal story. You know, my personal story is I've been doing astrology for a long time, and I really thought it was my purpose to spread astrology. But now I feel like we are in some kind of, uh, you know, end game in terms of a totalitarian takeover. And I'm almost feeling like, you know, forget the astrology. I need to like really get out there to help mobilize the warriors, you know, to save our children and the future of our planet, okay, from this insane uh, technological, materialistic, uh, you know, um, disaster. This is the incarnation of Armin. This is the... Uh, the materialistic takeover occurring here that wants to eradicate spirit, spiritual knowledge, us viewing and understanding and exploring ourselves as spiritual soul beings and seek 
immortality through robotics, through material, through making these bodies last or making our thoughts, which come from the ego, last forever through memories and avatars that are going to carry us into immortality uh, through the use of technology. This is just like so, ah. Uh. <laughs> Makes me want to barf up my eggnog. I've got some almond milk nog. <laughs> no brandy yet, it's still the morning. <laughs> On another level, besides that, besides this Saturn-Uranus, we also want to just understand that Saturn and Capricorn, this, this reflection is often taken as depression. It's often taken as melancholy. This is, so this is a very melancholy Christmas. And, you know, if you are kind of feeling a little down in the dumps or a little lonely or just a little uh, tired of it all, or wanting to just stay in bed, or this is just really part, okay, and parcel of the energy that is now really, you know, helping. I hate to say it, but, you know, it's a healing crisis. This is Mars in a beautiful trine with Chiron, the wounded healer. And this is a healing of the heart, it is kind of a death of our old understanding of what love is, of what is valuable, of what relationships are and mean to us. So a lot of our relationships will be going through. Some is, you know, the end. Some is a transformation of, and some is the birth of. These are the three uh, you know, uh, aspects that can happen here with this Venus-Pluto, but it is deep. It is heart-wrenching. And so, you know, it is really about pulling back the layers of, you know, Capricorn, you know, is the, you know, it has to do, okay, with our role in the world, our duty, our office, our reputation, the way we are seen or the mask or the persona that we wear out in the world and the sun moving through here. Now Venus and Pluto, Mars will be joining. Mercury is here. It's like this, you know, there is this whole Capricorn energy and it is about removing the personas, removing the masks, reflecting on the deeper, deeper levels the karma, what I have done, what I have failed to do. We are all works in progress. We are learning how to love. We are learning what love is. We are learning how to express love, how to receive love. And along the way, we are going to fail. And we are going to fall. And we are going to hurt and be hurt. And we are going to say the wrong things and we are going to hear harsh judgments. And, you know, this is especially being really brought up with the split and the divisions of families around this whole inoculation of this poisonous serum, you know. 
you know, that is just like really, you know, bringing, you know, the red pill and the blue pill and the this and the that and this side and that side. And the polarization is actually like, like, you know, focusing the microscope on, you know, it's, 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 it's like it's bringing things up to the surface. Fear, need for control, pride, ego. That's in the mantra today, right? This all is about, you know, pulling back the layers of the onion, shedding the skins, the snake, you know, emerging out into, we will emerge out of this dilemma this too shall pass, as Saturn again tells us, Kronos, Father Time. With you know, we are. Uh, uh, this is all a season of change, and we are at a turning point. The solstice is a turning point. So, in some ways, it's like okay. <sighs> in the northern hemisphere, we just had the longest night of the soul. <laughs> And it's going to, they're going to get shorter and shorter and shorter. And Mars is going to come in there and join together with Venus and things are going to get better, you know, as, as things move on. And, oh my goodness. But, you know, in the meantime, we want to really get the most out of, we want to really gain a deeper relationship to ourselves. And ultimately, this is what Venus-Pluto contacts tell us. We cannot look for love in the outside world. We cannot look, ask, need other people's opinions, uh, approvals, kudos, acknowledgements, Facebook likes, <laughs> you know, YouTube subscriptions. We cannot rely on this external world, the Capricorn business office reputation. We, that is what we need to do to evolve through this time is the Pluto polarity point. And we evolve through the Venus polarity point and the Mars polarity point, which brings us to the north. Uh, there's these polarity points and these lie in Cancer. So uh, the, the way through the eye of this needle, the way through this birth canal, this tunnel, okay, that we are just, you know, in the dark, looking for, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> it is to come into relationship with ourselves. Cancer is our watery, emotional needs for emotional connection, and that starts at home. So we, rather than looking for love out there in order to, it's like, okay, boy, if everybody loves me, I can love myself, it's okay. It's, it's the reversal of that, that I need to come into, which means and involves a lot of self-forgiveness 
not only do we ask others to stop judging us, but in order for us to even stop judging others, we have to stop judging ourselves in terms of, and it's not that you stop judgment. We, we have to judge in order to make a decision, in order to live. We don't stop judgment, but the criteria that we use, what, how I am judging myself, what are these conditions? Are they from the religion? Are they from mom and dad? Are they from some external authority that I'm judging myself according to what I think is Hollywood makes popular, you know, popular? I should look this way in order to love myself because that's what is on the cover of magazines. So it's, it's letting go of all superficial, you know, forms, aspects of judgment. Look at the fire is like... <laughs> I'm going to melt. I got to shut up. <laughs> okay. Let's knock it off. Yeah. But it, it it's like, yeah, we're getting stripped and it's uncomfortable. It's hard. It is depressing. It is, you know, melancholy. It is. Da, 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 and it also, but, but it also leads to, you know, it's the forge that refines us and sharpens us and makes us brilliant. And that's where the mantra ends with today. Yeah. That it is. I have to let go of my pride, fear, and control to bear my soul to you. Yet when I do, I see me through you as a heart full of love, so true. Kind of struggle with the rhyme a little bit there, but I hope that if you repeat this over again, it is just kind of this, this is this Inanna, you know, the, the stripping down of our false selves, of our old selves, of our established ego control, of our need to be on top or be beautiful or be handsome or be, you know, full of pride and vanity. And, you know, love humbles us, you know, it's, it's the hammer, it beats us up. <laughs> And yet through it all is the, the realizations, the, our, our capacity to embrace, uh, unite on ever deeper, deeper, deeper levels is, is found, is discovered. And it allows us to soar higher and experience the most absolute ecstasy and the nirvanic samadhi spiritual love beyond expression, beyond, you know, my ability to put into words. So just know that what we're doing is and we're like stretching the rubber band. We're, we're, we're stretching the spectrum of what we are able to feel. 
and we may fear the dark side of the spectrum, <laughs> the low frequency, <laughs> you know, the inner, you know, scares and fears and, you know, uh, you know, uh, void and emptiness and loneliness and, oh, you know, it's like, no, 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 no. But I'll tell you what, when we go there, when we sit in the void and we empty ourselves and we forgive and we let go, of our own mistakes. And maybe that involves asking for forgiveness. Maybe that involves saying that we're sorry. Maybe that involves, you know, really bearing our, you know, our own shame to others. But when we do, whoa. The makeup, you know, it's like, yes, we're going to, you know, we're going to put that argument that, that, you know, that hurt, that wound behind us. And we're going to try again and we're going to open again or we're going to, you know, let each other off the hook. And we're going to accept that we are all human here and we are all works in progress. And we are then able to experience a connection, a union a love that we perhaps were not able to fully experience before. So, Merry Christmas. It's, it contains within it some of the deepest challenges and hurts and pain. Yet on the other side of that curtain, on the other side of that tunnel, it can also contain tremendous healing and tremendous opening of the heart. And we see ourselves through each other as, yeah, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Experience yourself as a heart full of love so true because in, in your seed essence, that is what each one of us are. I have to let go of my pride, fear, and control to bear my soul to you. Yet when I do, I see me through you as a light of love, so true. Oh, as a heart, shoot. As a heart full of love, so true. Namaste, aloha, so much love. And when it comes to love, there is more to say. To the mountain goat, you must find your way. So off they went on their mighty quest, searching the east, south, north, and west, till they found the great goat, Capricorn by name, and with great humility they asked him the same. What is love? 
Now the old goat stood still and strong, for he knew the past was far and long. No hurry, no worry. He was time itself. As he stroked his beard, he chose his words well. Love is the foundation, the roots of the tree, from which all life grows in its longing to be. It is the purpose that brings forth form. It is the reason we all are born. It brings order, both without and within, that sustains and maintains and brings about a maturity and security that soothes all doubt. But when it comes to love, there is more to say. To the water-bearer himself, you must find your way. <laughs>